going. We are live on the Weirdos Only podcast. I got Mr. Sam Sanchez himself on here. Um, good friend of mine. He's a is a one of my fraternity brothers, one of my older fraternity brothers that I I don't think I met you till like oh, oh no I think I was still in school when I met you. So I guess at this you point, were I believe so I believe you were still at San Diego State. You might have just graduated. Um, obviously I didn't come around too much because no, I um, think it was, you know what it was, I remember cause it was those guys. It was, uh, it was like Misael and stuff. Cause remember, uh, you came out, uh, when they were, Oh, they that's were right. That's right. Not to disclose too much of what, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was, um, so that had to be like 2000, 2010 or 11. Uh, some, well, no, I think. I was still living in Marietta at the time, um, and so that was, I've been back about 13 years, yeah, yeah, about that time, damn. <laughs> That's how long it's been, dude, <laughs> what do you think, you were living, yeah, you were still living, you were living, or how long did you live in, uh, in IB? Or was it? Was that technically? So I lived in Imperial. No, no, no. We don't, don't, don't tag on San Isidro to me. No offense to the people that listen from San Isidro. Technically, it's not IB though. It's not IB. It's for those people. You're still under San Diego PD jurisdiction where you were. I am. That's. uh, It's called Nestor. Yeah, Nestor. Yeah, Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I used to be in the Nestor area. No, that's. uh, Yeah, no. So I got. I got married. and we lived in the area, and then Sorry, from ladies. there we went. <laughs> uh, uh, they're not missing much. Remember what's that movie with uh, with uh, I love you, man? Where you said that? Who's gonna want this fucker he with this Jufro all fat and overweight? <laughs> Who, which one? The, oh, the uh, John Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau. Yeah. Uh, with See, but Jamie people Presley. people don't people don't know that you're freaking. Uh, you you used to be on Friends. You know, you're... <laughs> that's uh you, you you're uh you're giving uh people that i don't even know a little bit more information about you and i because i always say you're uh you're a chavo del ocho character so you went Ooh, back because oh, of my cheeks no yeah they, they say um they don't know that you look like uh like what's it is his name oh matt leblanc matt, matt LeBlanc. leblanc joey yeah joey <laughs> thanks a lot you're the only yeah. one that called me that but i'm pretty sure after this uh no, but I didn't you see. But the thing is that uh, yeah, you you're thinking Matt LeBlanc like when Friends was at its height. I'm talking about right now, bro. I'm talking about Matt LeBlanc right now. Yeah, and, yeah, on his, and de- you, on his uh, decline. <laughs> you like to send me the picture of him on his decline, uh, you know, with with the dad bod. Um, so I really appreciate that, jerk. Dude, remember, <laughs> remember when, <laughs> remember when you took the fucking uh, the the pre workout for the football game. You know what? I <laughs> speaking of being an old man, you you try to come out and play football, which you did good, but you were like, "Hey, I need to keep up with these youngins. Let me take some pre-workout." <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that because uh, you know, every once in a while, you know, uh Julio, our uh, our fraternity brother, good friend of us, uh, both of ours, and um you know, he he was, you know, I brought it in to help me out with the, you know, with the just the games, the football games that we'd put on the 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 physical flag football as we would call it and you know i would always take the pre-workout but it only took like two two games versus you know the other team before i said nah man because i would take it at you know i wake up seven in the morning get ready 
start getting all the equipment to go set up the field. And then, um, yeah, it'd be like two o'clock of the same game day and I'd still be cracked out on pre-workout. So yeah, that I needed to do to get that edge on them. I, it worked, but uh, yeah. No. You, weren't, you weren't willing to, you weren't willing to stick a needle in your body, right? So you were like, hey. No, no, no. I don't want to get the back acne in the, in the, in the shriveled nuts, dude. The HDH. Did you watch that? Um, have you watched that, that documentary? Um, uh, what is it called? Um, fuck. It was, it was really famous. Uh, it's called like one, it's like one word. Um, it's like impetus or some shit like that. Russian Inv- documentary. It, but it's a documentary, not the movie, right? Invictus with, uh, Icarus. with Matt Damon. No, yes. no. So it's a documentary, Icarus. Yeah, yeah. And so I was, um, the guy who did that shit was like, during the documentary, the dude that he was like kind of following, which basically this documentary in a nutshell, it's about like the doping in, in Russia and all the doping that they did for like the Olympics and shit like that. Um, and so this dude, during the documentary, the guy that basically he was like a biker. And so um, he did like some research on if, if the next person um, from the whole like Lance Armstrong thing said, if the next person that didn't dope won instead of Lance Armstrong, because Lance Armstrong, technically, they didn't even fucking catch him. He just admitted to it. But they never had any like, oh, yeah, you did it for this race or this race. He, so it was more of like a, like, a, oh, that's you're not supposed to do that, you know. But anyways, they said if the next person up who didn't dope would have won, it would have been like 18th place. Yeah. And and that's the that's the unfortunate part of it, you know, for athletes and, and even for some of us that uh, refuse to age or don't want to age is that, you know, we, we take supplements, we try to eat healthy, but some people just can't achieve what they want to achieve with doing what, what they want. So they have to find that competitive edge. Lance never got caught because he was always ahead of the game and some of the stuff he was taking wasn't even being tested for. This guy knew because he was on the team with well, him. If you watch the documentary, they, they show how like, all the crazy shit that they do like it's just like it's not that simple you know what i mean no no it's not fucking you know? crazy well it's basically blood transfusion and you know urine transfusions and stuff like that it's just it's it's on a whole nother level but yeah I, but, you work out and me don't get along dude yeah uh, but also people think of steroids and they think like oh i'm gonna just fucking put this shit in my arm and i'm gonna be sick as fuck it's like these foods are still working out like you know fucking like a bunch and they just need that to like for recovery and shit like that, you know, because their body can't keep up. It's not just like, oh, you take this fucking magic pill and now, you, oh, you take steroids. Oh, you're so, you know, you're cheating kind of deal. Like, it's just, it's like supplements. It's like, you know, it's like anything. And, and your body also gets to that point, which I'm sure you you realize, you know, that, you know, it, it's naturally going to stop creating certain things. Like you don't create as much testosterone as you did when you were fucking 15. You know what I mean? When yeah, you're... no, and and that's that that's the hard part, especially for 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 males as we age. Is you know our our and even people in general that our our brain ability is at one level, but our body's at a different level. So you know, my brain can say, "Oh yeah, you can go, you know, run a deep post, you know, in a football game," or you used to be able to be do it. I remember doing it. You know, yeah. But your body doesn't react to what your brain is trying to do. You slow down as you get older. And, you know, it's, that's part of the reason why I try to stay so active is that I just refuse to let my body 
uh, stiffen up, you know. But this yeah. quarantine's been this quarantine's been a bitch, you know, to do I anything. Just, I just signed up for the gym. I mean, I guess I I got a um, I mean, I, I already got COVID, so you know. Yeah, no, I I heard. I heard. so so I'm just kind of like you know, like fuck it, like might as well. And my the whole time, the whole time. I mean, the whole 2020. I I feel like I. I did, I did decently, you know, I was, I was, I stayed in shape and I tried to eat healthy and stuff like that. Um, I remember the first, like the, when it first was the lockdown, I had, I had food at home and I, I'm usually like a shopper where I'll go like and buy shit for the week. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like to go to like Costco and shit like that. Cause it would just be for like me usually like, you know, I had a roommate, but it would, food would be just for me usually. Um, unless I was cooking for a little, you know, anyways, I don't want to talk about that. Um, but, um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it just be for me. And so I, like, I go, I don't like to like freeze the chicken. So then, but the next thing you know, I was like, fuck, I'm out of food, you know? And I would yeah. usually never go and buy like $200 worth of food. I'd buy like $40, $60, $75, you know what I mean? And now I was like, yeah, I need to buy a bunch of shit just to have, you know what I mean? And just have at the house and, you know, to cook it. Do you think that's how you got it? COVID? No, that's not how I got it. No. Oh, you know how you got it. Oh, I know how I, I got it. I don't remember hearing how you got it, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe I missed hey, it. Um, I missed it on one a, of the previous ones. I got a couple phone calls to make. Um, maybe you should get tested. Um, no, oh. no. I'm just, <laughs> I mean, that's uh, like it was. It did. It did feel like that a little bit. You know, like STD type. Like you know, like when you're like, oh fuck, I gotta tell these people. Like you know, I had to tell my boss and shit because I've been in the office. I mean, yeah. just, you know. So I was like, hey, like, I was like, man, should I wait? Like, you know, and I was like, nah, man, like, so I, like I gotta, you know, I go get tested. Like, is there a risk, you know? Yeah. Um, But it was, I mean, I'm not gonna say exactly because I don't want to burn out the you know, situation, but um, long story short, <laughs> it wasn't like, it was like a situation where like, we, we didn't think that that was gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like everybody, well, no. everybody had been in close quarters. Everybody had been around each other. So it was like, all right, cool. We've all been around each other. We're all good. But then yeah. there was one variable. That one variable, one, one variable, yeah. No, oh, so you, you nailed it down. You know exactly. No, I, I it's, uh, I, I've been trying to be super precautious, and uh, fortunately, no one near in my inner circle, you know, my family uh, has gotten it, you know. Yeah. But yeah, but like you said, it's like getting that call about an STD. Well, at first, we just didn't know how the yeah. virus was going to affect our bodies, you know, cause you had people that had pre-existing conditions that were dropping and then others that weren't. And then you had healthy people dropping and then others that weren't, you know, yeah, I, you just I mean, don't that's get it. Relative sometimes, you know, like it, it's, it, I kept, you keep hearing those stories, you know, but how many, how many of them are confirmed? How many of them is true? You know what I mean? Like some people are like, Oh, well, he was skinny, but was he healthy? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was, <laughs> you know, there's, you know, like there's people who are skinny, but they're not healthy. You know, yeah, they, they, they put eat sugar like sugar and bacon like, down. You know what I mean, yeah. yeah. Like, so, I mean, so or or they have like asthma or something, you know what I mean? So then they're like, you know, like, uh, for example, Cheese, he's a very skinny guy, but yeah. he had cancer. So he's, yeah. you know, he's, his immune system is compromised. So it's like, you know, that's where you can be like, well, what? Cheese is healthy. So if you don't really know him, you're just going to be like, oh, I, you know, or whatever. But he's a lot healthier now. We were actually talking about that. That like yeah, I, the doctor told him that he probably he, he shouldn't be too afraid that like he's a pretty solid immune system now that he's you know more far removed from it. 
That's that's actually very good news to hear. I haven't touched base with him in in quite a bit, so it's it's good to hear. But yeah, like you said, you 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 don't know how it's going to affect you. But luckily, it just sounded like you just had headaches and uh, yeah, the headaches a few were the cases worst. of the chotero. No, I didn't have that. <laughs> I didn't have that. I knew people Nothing that you're willing to I admit. People, no, no, no. Fuck, I don't care, dude. <laughs> fucking. But I, I knew people that that had it like for five days, like chorro. They were like those are the main thing. Oh man, I didn't have that, um, and I didn't lose my taste or, or smell. No, not at all. No, but I would give the taste. No, well, would I? No, I mean, um, I, the headaches were terrible. The headaches, right. I, I couldn't make them go away. Like it was just like fucking like vice grips on my fucking head, just Durr! like and headaches, it, like uh, back when we used to party and uh, and just knock down a, a oh, like a hangover headache. Yeah, the one, yeah, the hangover headache that no matter how much Pedialyte or water you drink, that's just not going away. That's the one. Yeah, the like one that the, takes like two days. The one that's like you, you, all you did was drink shitty beer, like you drank Keystone and shitty vodka, and you didn't drink one fucking drop of water, and you stayed up like for two days. That's <laughs> those are the bad ones. You see, you're 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 younger. I don't think you ever got to try uh, old English ice. Ice. Oh yeah, old I've English. Had a, when I was a uh, when I was when I was fifteen, and this is uh, for all the ladies out there, so you know how how cool I am. Uh, I fucking I used to kick up with my brother. <laughs> I used to kick up with my brother, and they would uh we okay. I'm I'm gonna just break down the whole process. Okay, so grew up in National City, and we would go to Seven Eleven, and we would like between like five of us, we'd get like together like six bucks or seven bucks, you know. Yeah, we would go to Seven Eleven and and we would do what's called fishing. I don't know if you ever did this when you were younger. Uh, I don't know what the fishing term is. I might have done it, but I don't know the fishing. Basically, you get like, for lack of a better term, a bum to buy you alcohol. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so you say, hey, you know, and sometimes you get like, I would get like, you know, some like Mexican guys. Hey, come on, and you know, it's like, okay, you know. Dude, and I've been asked one time when I lived in North Park, these girls asked me, and I was like, nah. It was like the middle of the day. I was like, come on. It's like it's like noon, girls. Don't you need to be in class? And I was like, no, I can already see the fucking cop coming around the corner right now if I do this shit. But anyways, we would get that. And so we'd get like $7 and we'd be like, you'd go and get a bum and be like, hey, man, because there would be like five or six of us. And we'd be like, hey, go in there and buy six 40s <laughs> and you get to keep one. <laughs> and he's like, fuck yeah. And so we had some regular guys that we would go to, like, um, to like at certain Seven Elevens, you know, and like be like, "Hey, man, like, like between us, like I said, then this was this had to be like two thousand four, maybe." You yeah, know? probably. Yeah, probably yeah. around the same time. Yeah, because so you, I was in high school. Bucks. I was in in high school. I was like, I was probably like a freshman, or maybe what I was in, still in middle school though, as a freshman, I think. So, really. Yeah, because I went to a middle school that had like it was it was a seventh through ninth. Oh, you went to one of those. Yeah, yeah, but I, I was probably I was probably like ninth, tenth grade around there, maybe even eleventh grade. But yeah, we I mean obviously I was in, I wasn't of age, but then eventually when my brother became of age, then we didn't have to do that. So it was that yeah. little it was that little because my brother's four years older. Um, oh, and he's gonna get caught at work. Hopefully they don't hear. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, back yeah. then. Back then, the 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 Miller High Life uh, oh, forty no, were a dollar MGDs, bro. MGDs. Well, they were the same price. It was a dollar thirty nine. I remember that. No. I, it's... Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. That was when we were we were we were splurging. Without not like hey, gonna, you know. Watch your mouth if 
don't 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 diss the the high life. That's no, we were splurging. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> That's when we were like, oh, let's get 32s. Let's not get 40s. Let's get let's get a nice 32 and chill. You know. So when you were when you were around, like, so when I went to high school, and I'm gonna date myself since you already said I was old as dirt. Yeah, didn't you go to high school when uh, what's uh, Morgan Freeman was the the principal? Yeah, no, even yeah. before that. <laughs> lean, lean on me. See if anybody gets that <laughs> reference. Oh, uh, I don't me. think they will. What That's seems really to be the problem here, Mr. Sams? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> you went to high school then. Uh, what was that one with Michelle Pfeiffer? Oh, I didn't, I didn't see that one. I didn't see that one. I, I mean, I mean, oh, what I was gonna say is, you went to, you had that fucking calculos class, no? Nah, I got your calculos hey, right Kimo. there. Kimo, what's calculos? <laughs> Kimo Savi, one, two, three. The no, I, I was, uh, I was around that time and probably uh, just missed fast times at Richmond High, for Oh, Spicoli. Whoopa! All right, Goldman. <laughs> <laughs> you were an ass. Oh man, we could fucking quote that movie forever. No, I um. You know, you probably missed it but when I was in high school at late. Because I graduated in 97. Ooh, um, yeah. Did you, you established the gamut, uh, the, the chapter when we were established in 1997, right? Yeah, almost. That was the class right after, you know. But they, um, at parties, we would have Mad Dogs. We would have uh, Mickey's. But did you ever have Boone's Farm? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, still, so that was still around. around. That's, I think it's All still right. around, is it not? And the St. Ives was still around, and the King Cobra. I mean, King Cobra's King always been around. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mickey's had I remember been. the first time I got drunk, and it wasn't there, but it was, I was like, oh, my cousin's in L.A. It was off of wine coolers. Oh, white coolers, like uh, the Barrels and James? The, the little weird ones. The, like, yeah, you know, the like, Barrels and James. They, yeah, oh, I remember we got fucked up. I was in L.A., and I was like, all I, all I, do, all I remember is very specifically like, oh, man, like drinking makes you pee a lot. But not even just be, like in my head, it was just like drinking alcohol makes you pee a lot. It wasn't like me thinking like, oh yeah, I keep putting fucking liquid in my body. It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna want to weigh out, you know. No, yeah. I, it's and the worst hangovers I've ever had have been with with wine, dude. And oh yeah, and, yeah. I mean, you step up from the bottles and James, you end up going to uh, the the Carlo the, Rossi. The box. No, no, no. I, this is even lower Franzia? than that. Dude. Franzia? Franzia. The, the, the adult Capri Sun, you know, with the Ooh. big old... <laughs> yeah. I, I've been so thrashed up on those. It, it's not even insane. Uh, just drinking out in the sun, camping with the family, and just gotten thrashed. You know? I can't... I don't know about... I mean, you're, you're older than me, bro, but I already have trouble, like, drinking, like, in the sun. Like, I was just like, I fuck this. I can't. Like. Uh, you know what? I, I think it's like an athlete, you know, like you were referring to. You just got to condition yourself, you know, That's- <laughs> I guess it's not conditioning hey. I want. I mean, I, I'll tell you this. I know when I used to drink more, like you just notice it right in your skin and you're just like, fuck, like I'm looking, you know, I remember one time I went, I got a, I got a ticket for rolling a stop. I got a ticket for rolling a stop in North Park, California roll on Upis, on Upis, uh street. So be careful on that street. Um, uh, Officer Purdue hangs out there, just so you know. And if, uh, uh, just for everybody listening to this, if you live in San Diego and if Officer Purdue pulls you over, you are fucked. You're not getting out of that ticket. Anyways. Hey, how come we all have a cop that we remember that fucked us over? No, Officer everybody Herdberg. knows this goddamn cop. He's a, like, anyways, um, this guy's that guy. Anyways, 
um, I went to court, right? And yeah. Um. Anyways, the whole trial, whatever. That fool's a dick. He brought evidence. He brought all this sick ass shit. I was like, "Damn fool, you came prepared. You don't like me at all." Like, you oh, he was prepared. fucking you. He, he was gonna give it to you, and you didn't even. And know I what it was- stopped too. I was like, "Man," I was like, "Dude, I stopped like twice, but I guess he he saw the you know." Anyways, but it, yeah. Anyways, I was sitting next to this dude, and I don't know if anybody's ever like you know experienced this. I was I was sitting next to this dude like before you just go up and like pay your ticket in the little office or whatever. Yeah. And he was that dude where you can fucking smell the alcohol coming out of his fucking pores. Oh, I don't know if you ever smell oh, like, no, a, like an alcoholic, yeah. like an alcoholic, not like a hangover. An no, alcoholic. not hangover. Oh no, oh. I, I've never got a whiff of that. Like, uh, like you could, like it's just like a smell that's coming out of their fucking pores, dude. And they're just like, <sighs> you could just tell they're just like. <sighs> It's a it's a constant secretion of that odor from yeah, they, being they look, processed through their liver and kidneys. And they got that face like the lady from fucking Monsters Inc. Just like yeah, Wazowski, like fucking. There's, there's like. Well, that's not as bad. It could be what it could be the Fratelli's mom from the Goodies. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Your face lit up with that that's one. My favorite movie. <laughs> hey, you guys! Oh man! Who's, who's, yeah. Who's the big? Who's the biggest winner out of that movie? Well, you would have it's to say Josh Mikey. Brolin. No, it's Josh Brolin. Well, I mean, it's Josh Brolin. He's fucking but, Thanos, bro, and he's also Cable. Hey, but you know what? Samwise was just nominated. Actually, he was noted as being the best sidekick ever in a movie. Really? Yeah. Well, he, he got fucking number one. He got killed in Stranger Things. Spoiler alert. So. Oh. <laughs> no, oh, but he did he was, all the heavy lifting, he was also dude. Your best friend, dude, Rudy. Who? Oh, Rudy? He was Rudy. Yeah, but, Rudy, you know, poor Rudy. guy. Yeah. You know, at least that guy has hair. Rudy doesn't have hair, wow. you know, so. That's oh. Uncle Fester. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have him saved on my phone. As, Did as, you know, for, Uncle Fester. for the longest, I didn't know that that was, um, what's his name? Uh, the actor, the one from fucking Back to the Future. Yeah, so that it's it's Doc, and if you ever saw Who Framed Roger Rabbit, it's also uh, the judge that is trying to kill Toontown. Um, uh, Lloyd, uh, Christopher Lloyd. There you go. Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, hey, I, you don't have to Google it. I just came. Oh, well, you got, me, you got everybody. You got. Uh, I got my uh, assistant over here googling stuff. You know. <laughs> yeah, no, that uh, that's Christopher Lloyd, man. I uh. Cause he looks like big because of the big coat and stuff and they make him all puffy you know so you think it's some fat guy yeah and then he has that thick neck and you know yeah yeah he, he looks like rudy dude all you have is just eyebrow and a ball head and pale skin <laughs> i'm sure he's gonna appreciate uh, coming up on the broadcast. rudy was rudy was iron man though he was a hero he was, remember he dressed up like iron man was... oh <laughs> that was right that was at one of the comic cons comic con yeah, yeah. How you so, holding up with this quarantine, dude? I'm. I mean, I already got COVID, bro. I'm fucking out and about. No, I Are mean, you? like, I mean, I'm not out and about. I think even since the beginning, dude, I, I, I knew that. I don't know that I was. I was gonna have to, like I said, work out, and I was gonna have to stay sane, and and you know, I was careful and everything. But I had, I was still like, go on, like, try to go on hikes or just go out and, you know, stay out in the air and take i take plenty of vitamin c and d and just try to keep my immune system up but i mean yeah i mean i, I mean definitely when and i've told people this uh 
is that obviously I started the podcast. I, started, I mean, it just started not too long ago. But I think that really? if like if this and I and it's something obvi obviously, you know, I used to do stand up comedy. I've been on fucking yeah. radio. I've been I, you know, and I actually had a live uh, a, a live stream radio show before. It was cool. This was a long time ago. I don't remember that one. Yeah. Julio was my co-host. Oh, like, that's I, right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. And I so I did it for like a little bit. And then the guy who had the studio it fell off and it became a whole thing. But this was before like any podcast or anything were like taking off. You know, yeah. um, and so, but for me, it was a transition of like, oh, I'm used to like audience, you know, response. Yeah. I'm used to being yeah. on stage and I say something and they laugh and I'm like, oh shit, they like that. You know, let me do more of that or whatever. And so that was a little di a difference for me. But anyways, so I, after I finished stand up and I was like, ah, I don't really want to go back into stand up in, in that capacity in the same way or into the business in that capacity. Um, I always told myself, oh, I want to start a podcast. Like I want to start a podcast. And. And, you know, it was like, you kind of, there's the self-doubt and all that bullshit. Like, you know, yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah I'm going to do it, but I need the right equipment. I need this. I need that. And before I do it. But I think, you know, obviously, you know how they say everything happens for a reason. But I think if I would have, if I would have done this like a year ago, it wouldn't be what it is now. And I feel like what it is now, what I'm doing is what it should be or what feels right. Because I feel well, like. If, go ahead. What I've understood from you is that, um, you know, I, I. Things happen at the right time because they need to happen, you know, and a lot of times when things don't really work out, I think it's because as humans, we're just trying to push things sooner than they need to be. And we're not ready for them, you know, Yeah. and finding that 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 timing is is it's it's essential. You know, I think once you reach that spot, it, it's. It hits on the, I, I think you appreciate it a little bit more, you know, and I think, I think you can find your groove a little bit more. Like I've been listening to your podcast because I told you that, um, you know, I'm a podcast junkie. So in, yeah. the, in the background during work, I'll put them on and I'll listen to anything. It can be true crime. It can be history based. It can be just talking, you know, kind of like what we're doing now. Um, it can be a, a, as long as it's holding my interest, but I, I it, it's, you know, that, that evolution and seeing it in you, I think is, is, is pretty cool. Cause I never knew you when you did drama, you know, I knew that you did drama, you know, because you were part of a acting, uh, what do they call them? Troop? Is that what they call them? You did some um, acting, right? Some play acting? I mean, yeah, I've done acting. I've, I've been in plays. I was, you know, yeah. um, I did improv comedy as well, which is more like, uh, like, you know, when you go on stage and you're making up scenes and shit like that. I, Worked with a couple guys that uh, came out of Second City. Um, one of the guys was yeah. like uh, in the same class with, like Steve Carell, and we did a bunch of stuff with uh, uh, up in. I, I went to uh, I did a whole summer up in Monterey Bay, and so yeah. And then so those and you know what? Actually, that summer really changed me a lot because the teacher was a lot about like when you're on stage and improv it was about like just being in the moment and not being in your head because you just got to respond to what's going on. Instead yeah. of instead of trying to create shit. And I feel like a lot of the times that 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 like just because we used to do yoga in the morning, they forced us to do yoga. Yeah. And like it was like I never done it. And I was like this well, whole thing, this whole thing of like now I'm like yoga and in your head and they, all that. You know what I mean? Like it was. Well, think about it, you know, going back to like essentially, you know, the the weird factor. I mean, when, when Latinos, you know, at least from our background, we don't do yoga. And, and no. you know, 
if our parents saw us doing, if our cousins saw us doing yoga, they'd be like, oh, what the hell's up with this guy? Weirdo. Yeah. Why are you weird? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We, we don't no, do that stuff. And, and I'll you know? tell you like this. I mean, I don't want to, um, long story short, I, my mom was going through a rough time. Hmm. Um, and I actually did, like, I led yoga for her, just me and her, like in the living room. She was like, oh, how do you know all these things? And I'm just like, I don't fucking like it was just like, oh, it's some stretches. And I'm telling her things like, hey, relax, breathe and stuff like that, you know, and I'm doing it just because, you know, it's my mom and I want to help her relax and kind of have those tools and stuff to do it. Yeah. Um, but she's like, oh, you should be a teacher. I'm like, no, I'm not. Gonna, you know what I mean? Like, I just know enough to like <laughs> Yogi to, Ed. to get a couple like stretches and stuff, which is more like just for you to relax and just for you to fucking calm your your mind down you know what i mean yeah and so yeah. like like i said the, the fact that i had those tools and like all these years that i've known it and, and done it or whatever like my mom never asked or she would say oh this and that but she never went off and did it herself you know yeah. so she was like until she until until what shit hits the fan and you're like ah i should do yoga i should do this and that's what happened that's the same shit with like therapy right like you were saying like oh you know my wife looks into a lot of like self-help stuff and so yeah i mean it's not bad for you and a lot of people it's not you know wait till the fucking shit hits the fan till everything is falling apart to be like somebody fucking come fix this oh, i'm gonna do yoga i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that like you're just like dude what the fuck like you haven't even found you, you know you're you're so far gone it's gonna take a while for you to try to get back on track and you can't wait for that. Yeah, I, I think, well, I, I think different scenarios come up for different people in their lives and, and, and change is either uh, embraced or it's forced upon you and how you, um, how you, how you take that challenge head on is, is, is really going to say about the type of person you are. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person, but uh, if you're willing to embrace the change and evolve into a better form of yourself, why not do it? You know, um, yeah. when it hits you straight in your face and, you know, you like a little kid throwing a tantrum, kicking and screaming and you refuse to, to change, to evolve. I, I think you get stuck in that, in that, in that spot of being complacent or um, just not progressing as a person and, and becoming a better person. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's really hard to, but, but it's hard to face that change and just go with it. I mean, look at what you were just saying. You have the natural evolution of, of you know, you're doing um, stage work to then doing stand-up comedy to doing the radio. And now you're doing, you know, podcasts. That kind of relates to your life in the sense that you're you're, you're evolving. You know, you you we we were talking about it, you know, uh, and you know through text messages when, you know, um, when we're talking about your podcast and that it, you were saying hey this and that and I even told you I even struggle with it I, I I can't I can't get into like a Brene Brown I just can't and it's nothing against her I just can't but I'm also adult enough to acknowledge that. That's 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 the part of me where I'm just pushing off the change, you know, because yeah. she's got good concepts. I'm just I'm just trying to do it on my terms as if I know better than her, which I don't. 
you know, yeah, or, there's other things I've embraced. What happens is you also see shit like that, right? And what happens a lot is, is people will see things like, and I don't know if people are familiar with Brene, Brene Brown, but if you aren't, look up some of her stuff on YouTube. And it's really good stuff about like shame and, and loving yourself and, and, you know, kind of acceptance and, you know, being authentic. Um, but that's the thing is that concept. And I, I talked about this with my therapist before. It's the simplest concepts that are the fucking hardest. Right. Yeah. Because I say, hey, Sam, just be authentic, bro. Just be you. And it, it is very simple. Right. Hey, yeah. Just it fucking be yourself. But then you're like, it wait, is. like, how the fuck? Like, you know, but if it's something very like if it's this complex calculus equation, yeah, it's complex. But eventually you'll get to an answer. Oh, yeah. you know and, and but with everything yeah. else is like you have to like oh shit like i it's it's this is this is be patient you know what i mean okay let me just be mm -hmm. patient you know what i mean like oh yeah i didn't think of that you know or relax oh. you know it's so fucking simple but yet so difficult you know well the problem is that you know um we're all on our own journey and we're all going at our own pace you know life isn't about um hey you know measuring me uh, measuring each other you know uh, or comparison you know i can't say hey look i'm 42 right now and ed is way younger than me and he's doing a podcast and i've always wanted to do a podcast because it interests me you know and and self-doubt myself you know but yeah. we're on different journeys you know yeah. when we do that you could say hey sam you know you've been working in your industry for almost 20 years like wow you know yeah. Maybe that is, it, 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 we're on a different journey in the comparison and, and doing that is, it, it only hurts ourselves, you know, I, I think we have to, we have to be true to ourselves and, you know, you can speed up a little bit where you're going to be at in your life, but you can't, you can't just say, hey, I want to be a millionaire right now. You got to lay the foundation to be a millionaire, you know, you yeah. can't, you, you got to face, face, face. Well, that's why those people go broke right away. <laughs> well, I mean, when I so one thing when I was doing stand up that I don't know if I've mentioned it before, and I don't think I have, is I was doing, I've always kind of hung around, and I mean, I guess you fucking, you know, you you included, right? I've, I don't know if it's because of growing up with like my brother that was a little bit older and stuff, and mm -hmm. and you know, I hung around with my dad, um, but I've always a lot of the times I've hung around with older people, you know. Hmm. Um, and so when I was doing stand-up, I was like 23, you know, 24, like when I was actively like doing it all the time. Yeah. And a lot of the guys I was working with were like 35, 36, 38, you know, and I would have to lie because if I was like, oh, I've only been doing this like fucking a year or two years, they'd be like, mm -hmm. oh, you got to wait. You got to wait your time. You got to so yeah. be like, oh, I've been doing it six years. And then, and then they'll see me go on stage. And it didn't raise any red flags like, oh, this dude doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He hasn't been doing this this long. But when right. they be like, OK, he's decent. Yeah, he's been he's got some experience. But I would have to, like, kind of put that out there. And maybe it was also me like, you know, there, but there was the people that would tell me, oh, no, you got to wait your time. You you got to you got to, like, you know, earn your spot and, and come more for a few years. And then you get there. It's just like, why? If I'm good and people like me, why would I? You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what oh. would bother me about it. But my point of that is I was like, I could stop and then start like these fools right here when I'm 35 come yeah. back yeah and come back and I and felt just, like oh I gotta do this shit now like I'm fucking you know I'm gonna turn you 35 also got, <laughs> you know but when, when you were telling me that story right now all I can think about was um the insecurity that those people were how how that was manifesting itself in interactions with you 
you know, because as humans, we're very ritualistic. We're very tribal, you know. Yeah. But why do they have to say, oh, hey, young buck, you have to you you haven't done this improv here. You haven't been here. You haven't well, but you haven't been. That like, happens a lot in the fraternity, too. You know, the old guys come and you guys, oh, hey, what do you know? Fucking, you know. Well, it, it, it is. It's the I, razzing, and I've done, you know. I've done it. I've done it myself, you know, where where we, you know, it's almost like the younger generation. It's like, well, who are you? You you don't know. You know, but it, it we just don't pass on the information better as, as opposed to just taking us by the hand and saying, hey, let, let me let me show you. Maybe you can achieve this, you know, faster than I can. Maybe you can do this better than I can. But, you know, insecurities manifest themselves in just strange ways. And not only insecurities, but just like the self-doubt in, in the ego, you know, we're, you know, especially males, we're very prideful. And, you know, to, to be able to put that aside and say, hey, I was wrong was um, it, it's it's something difficult for us to do. For example, you and I were texting and I and I, I heard your podcast, some of your episodes, and I say, hey, that's a decent one, you know, <laughs> and you responded laughing. Oh, really? And I said, and, and then I joked back. No, because you said, hey, pretty decent podcast. And I was like, thanks for the decent compliment. <laughs> yeah, so I sensed the sarcasm. I thought you were fucking around too. Now, if you were well, serious, yeah, that's fine. And no, then yeah, I was no, like, it's, it's a, like, you know, it's more the yeah. word, right? Because you're like, it, to you, it, may, it means something different. And I read it. And I, I mean, I, I, I'm taking the compliment, but it's also, I feel like it's a guy compliment, you know? It's yeah. Like, you know, it's, I, I it's so. pretty good. It's okay. You know, it's just like instead of just, <laughs> instead, instead, usually, yeah, it's a guy thing, right? Because guys don't just be like, hey, man, this is amazing, bro. I'm really proud of you. Like, like yeah. you know what I mean? It's like they won't, they, they'll just be like, it's cool, bro. It's cool. But that one girl, she was whack or whatever, you know, like whatever. <laughs> well, I, I will tell you that. that and, 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 you know, um, part of my journey and part of what I've been doing during the quarantine is trying to be the best person I am. And, not only the best person I am, but reflect that to those that that are my friends and family. You know, I, I you shouldn't you shouldn't be getting the worst of me. You should be getting the best of me at yeah. the most times. And and so well, with the that, best you know, person that you can that you can be for yourself as well, not just for others. You know, true, true. And and, and by me telling you, hey, decent, decent podcast. No, I, I really, I think well, you have a good podcast. The fact you know? that you, the fact that you reached out is already a step more than others have taken. Like, I mean, like at, at this point, I there's been over. I think if my numbers are right. I think I have over five hundred and fifty listeners. I've only started this a few months ago, and people yeah. that have listened in. But I yeah. don't. I mean, I only know like maybe ten, fifteen, maybe people that I know for sure listen to it. You know, because they told yeah. me. Other than that, yeah. I don't fucking know who else is listening. So hit, hit me up, y'all. <laughs> you know? Hey, let him know, people. Let yeah, him know. Or at like, least if uh, when you talk to him, drop uh, drop a little snippet uh, like yeah, back hey, acne. <laughs> reshare, reshare my, my shit. And, and, you know, like the whole thing was like, you know, and it, and it keeps coming up. I was literally talking to a friend yesterday and, and she was telling me about how like this dude, like, you know, kind of they were talking and they were good. And then, and, and, and he kind of fell off, you know, and kind of like, hmm. I guess to some extent you say ghosted her or whatever. And yeah. she's like, well, I don't want to tell him this and this and that. And she literally said it. She's like, I don't want to feel weird. I don't want to look weird. And I was like, why is it weird for you to just communicate and tell him, Hey, what's up? Yeah. You know, yeah. like what, like what's like what happened? 
And like, it's always like, well, I don't want to be the one to reach out. I don't want to be the one to look to look stupid. I don't, you know what I mean? And um, what one thing that I was, it's like one thing that for like social media or like just modern, I'm, I'm sure you're not familiar with it, but modern dating a lot of times now, it's like, who can care the least, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, well, fuck you. Well, fuck you then. Like, oh, I'll show you. I'll fucking, I'll fuck somebody tomorrow. Like, I don't, I, that's how much I cared about yeah. you. You know you what I mean? You, oh, well, fuck you. I'm fucking somebody right now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I showed you, you know? Well, it, it kind of goes back to what I was telling you. It's it's um, the ego and the pride, you know? Um, ego comparison, too. The ego comparison, yeah. like you said, comparing yourself to other people. And then social media doesn't fucking help because you're like, oh, that couple's so happy. You know, and then it's it's one thing that I well, you know, look, you say, for example, you said, hey, that couple's really happy. Well, what what you see on the surface and what you see on the subsurface are two different things. You know, I like, know that's the homie. He's always cheating on her. <laughs> it, <laughs> you know, what, and you know like, what? And, and that like, could be the thing. It. Or she we can be like, you know, she does X, Y, Z and, you know, treats him like shit, whatever, you know. Yeah. I, I had mentioned to you that, you know, before this podcast, it had been really rough with, with me and my wife, you know, um, to the point where she's, she's been pretty open about it and said, hey, man, before the quarantine, uh, I was at my wit's end with you. You know, I, I didn't know how much I was going to be able to, 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 you know, stay with you. And, you know, yeah. that was that was kind of a shock to the system in the sense that, like, man, how fucked up am I to, to cause that in someone else, you know? And yeah. the quarantine has, you know, given myself, but hopefully a lot more people, the ability to, like I said earlier, you know, to 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 just evolve and, and confront some of those things a lot. Take inventory. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and deal with your shit. That's really what it is. You know, it, it, I would hate to see what an unstable person, um, how they're handling the quarantine with social media. And that's all they have. And they can't interact with someone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, other than their household, that's like mental. The the mental um, impact that that's having on a person, I can't. I can't even imagine. You know, I I had to confront some stuff, and and I had to be like, yeah, I had to. I had to grow up a little bit. As a guy, it's kind of hard, but you know, I had. I had to grow up a little bit. I can't. You know, I can't be doing this activity and that activity and you know, not being at home as much as I was doing because I was busy, you know, going back to staying active, but it's it's not fair to, to my family. Why can't I give them my time? Why do my friends and um, whatever activities I choose to do, why do they get my time? You know, so that's yeah. that's 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 really been the hard evolution, you know, and it's a balance, too. I mean, and I think it's interesting, right, to to hear you know, somebody, because a lot of the times, like I said, like as a 23 year old, I'm doing stand up and I'm like, oh, like I got to do this shit by the time I'm 25. Like I got to make it right. like, I don't, you know, because I'm going to be 25 already, like in a couple years and I got to fucking do, you know, but it's like you hear like, oh, you know, I I, I go to like these like a certain um, like Zoom classes and shit like that. And then like you hear older people, one that, you know, haven't addressed shit from like childhood. Yeah. You know? And it's it's the shit, and I, and you know, I mean maybe we can kind of because uh, you're I don't think I've had anybody on that has kids, you know, or or maybe I don't know if I'm off the top of my head, but oh yeah, I did because they had a thizzle on, um, but yeah. like and he talked about a little bit about being a dad, and I think that you know 
you don't have to be as a, as a dad as far, as far as some of the like the research that i've seen and done is like a lot of people be like you have to be perfect it's like you just have to get it right at least 60 fucking percent of the time you could fuck up that other kind of 40 30 percent or whatever you know um of what you're what you're running but it's like you have to give like the kids a, a, a space right to like to be able to express themselves or whatever because that's where it's like oh this person who fucking runs this person who does this or this quote-unquote unstable person you figure out that all they want is a fucking hug from dad you know what i mean and then yeah. maybe they're just like you know hey you're they're in a relationship and they're just like well you're you're too much of this or too much of that or I expect women to, to be like this. I expect my wife to fucking cook for me, clean for me, do all my shit. Why? Because maybe growing up, that's how their mom was, you know, and yeah. that's what they did. So they, that's, they, that's what they think a, a woman should be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and tying it into what you were saying about, you know, um, you know, on the parenthood aspect, it's, um, it, it, it's a challenge because, you know, day one of your child is day one. There will never be another day one. Once that day is gone, it's gone. There'll be a day two, but because you've never experienced the next day, you don't know how it's going to be, you know? Yeah. So every single day, it's an unknown. Now, you, with time, you develop um, knowledge of the characteristics and the behaviors of your child. You know, you know, hey, um, my kid is mellow. Um, he's, he's not going to act up, you know? But when he acts up and he and he bounces out of that norm, it, it, it's you're, you're you're faced with a situation of how to deal with that with that situation and how to help that 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 child, how to give them the coping skills, how to give them the tools that they need. I don't care what anybody says. I don't think there is a perfect parent because oh, yeah, definitely as adults, we always carry these 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 childhood wounds um what's that comedian uh jermaine michaels or something like that he he makes a uh, joke about Car how Michael. yeah carmichael where he says hey uh every time i see a pair of jordans on a guy uh you know it's a sad childhood because they couldn't have those jordans and he laughs about it I, it's true i have some jordans and i couldn't have them when i was a kid and guess what that is a childhood wound now that is a very light way of putting it, but there's other things that just manifest. Yeah, themselves. the shit you didn't have as a kid, and you want to get as an adult and shit like that. I mean, that, yeah. One of my one of my cousins, and he, he was like a you know Mexican cousin in the you know when you have your cousins were like, oh, he's fucking thirty years older than me. He's like, you know what I mean? He's, <laughs> he was a cousin that was like older, but growing yeah. up, he didn't he didn't grow. He had like twelve brothers and sisters or whatever, so he didn't have a lot, right? So what ended up happening was like he was always sharing like as a kid food, right? You're always like, oh, let me get a piece of that. Or when you're downer on that on that line, you only get the little gristle on the chicken. You don't get you don't get the the white meat. You don't you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. Um, but he he became really obese, you know, because he would just be like, fuck it. I never had an opportunity to eat whatever the fuck I wanted. Now yeah. I'm an adult. I'm gonna fucking eat whatever the fuck I want. You know? And yeah. It, everything in sight that just you know and that becomes an issue too you know yeah well it's 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 like like i said i don't know i mean we've touched on a few different things and i'm not an expert look i'm not i don't i don't have a degree in psychology uh my wife does and i've learned a lot through no, her get her on but... get out of here get her on Let's get, her on. Let's get her on. <laughs> oh my god! I, I got I got a licensed therapist coming on on Saturday. Or, or That's what you week, were saying. That's yeah, what you were getting so, saying. Yeah. yeah. No, it it's uh, 
it's some of the stuff that you're into and, and that she's into, and even me to a lesser degree, it, it, it's, it's a whole different jab, the self-improvement, but you know, it's, it, we just, we just keep manifesting these childhood wounds and my kid, you know, he's, he's 18. He's going to be 19 in May. And as much as oh, me so and terrible and, to be going to college right now. Oh, I all not, online. Dude. I do not it's, envy him, dude. Well, he likes it. He likes well, it. Well, yeah, because it's like what they know. But like, dude, like you, you can't skate around campus. You can't, you know what I mean? Like you can't, you know, that's the, that's the fun part. We know that our early days at San Diego State were just something else, man. I I, I got kicked out because I just wouldn't go to class and no. <laughs> I would just stay in the quad, <laughs> watching people and just you know taking forever Louis, talking to everybody. Or, or Monty's and was that Monty's at the time, right? Uh, Monty's was still around when I was at school, and then it just you know they got tore down when they no, upgraded it became that. Louis, and then it be- and then it tore down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know it became Louis, you know. Yeah. But no, just you know, uh, you know, when when we have issues with him, which I've I've been blessed to have, you know, a pretty, you know, I almost said the word decent <laughs> again. He's a kid. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's kid. your go-to. No, that's he's a go-to. good kid. I mean, we've we've seen him, you know. He he comes around with us, and you know, and yeah, he's that. You know, like you have those kids, man. That you're just like, ah, oh, this fucking kid, and it's and he's always always been super chill. You know yeah. what I mean? He's like, he's not disrespectful. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, he's, you know, he, he, just because of how we are and everything that, yeah, he'll, he'll like, he'll get into like the roasting, but he's not like a disrespectful kid. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And so what you're seeing is, 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 you know, is, is a byproduct of how I've, I've helped raise him. And I say help because I haven't, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's me and my wife have done a lot of and work. And it's the environment that. and community and people. It's not just like, you know, oh, exactly. well, because, you know, every th- little decision isn't going to be like, oh, it's because of my dad, you know, it's just like, yeah, you know, you're an adult now. You're a, you're a human now. Like you're here. Exactly. But unfortunately, as much as I've wanted to protect them, as much as I've wanted to guide them, as much as I've wanted to um, give him the best, he still is going to have some um some childhood wounds that he's gonna have to clean up yeah now he's more he he's more emotionally intelligent than i am way more like light years ahead which i'm very proud that at his young age and even younger he he was um he was at a better place than i was and that's really what it's about for me is you know like i tell him sometimes it's not about i care about you i love you i want you to to be at a good place, but I'm not doing what I do for you. I'm doing it for your kids and for your kids' kids. I have to improve generationally ahead of time. You know, you were referring to when you were talking to uh, like Julio, for example, um, his discomfort in working in his field, you know, and that discomfort of him being a minority where he's surrounded by people that have generational wealth. Yeah. You know, the key is to how can how can we advance our, our generations to have wealth? And wealth is, isn't just money, you know? Uh, I've been very fortunate with a partner, you know, my wife, that um, in her subconsciously, and it just came to realization because, you know, we were hanging out last weekend that I realized that she's the perfect partner for me and she she adds what I'm trying to add to generational improvements, you know? 
wealth. And her wealth that she's adding is just the emotional uh, awareness, the emotional um, tools to do that cleanup so that there isn't this stuff, as we like to say, hey, trauma. You had referred to it on a, on a previous podcast where you say, hey, you know, I dropped my ice cream. That's traumatic. Well, it's traumatic, but there's other stuff. I mean, I look, I come from a family that where the males haven't been that great to the females, you know, machismo and machismo. That's, and that's one thing you know? we're, we're actually going to cover with with the therapist about machismo in that culture. Yeah. And, I, and we talked about it in I think episode 10 with Danny um, about how, you know, he came out um, to his dad and it mm. was like he, his mom kicked him out of the house because if you come out to your dad, it's going to kill him. Because, you know, oh, my God. Why? I mean, maybe me 15 years ago, maybe me 20 years ago, wouldn't have understood that. But that's the immaturity. I was still evolving as as a person and and as a man. I think think we're not always um, comfortable with, you know, like you said, hey, that's your go-to word, decent. You know, it's how we show emotion towards, especially other males. I, I, I mean, that's, let's let's keep it real. What, you know, I can, like, I care about you, Ed. I really do. But how I show it and how I say it manifests in, in what I'm comfortable with. But if I can give my kid the tools so that it's not, it doesn't become shame, because yeah. you're afraid that someone's going to tell you something to to make you feel ashamed of it, then he'll be better off, you know. And if he can pass on those tools to where it it, it almost becomes um, non-existent for further generations down my family line, then that's that's I'm, we're doing good. And aren't we improving society as a whole? You know, at least our 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 culture. Because, like you said, machismo is very prevalent in our culture. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He he tells me I'm a toxic masculine. My kid reference. <laughs> yeah, I don't even I don't even know what that means, dude. I don't even know toxic what that masculinity. means. Masculinity. I mean, I mean there and there's there's levels to it. I mean, I I think you know you also don't want to whenever you get into extremes and you you know then that's a whole that's a whole different um, avenue. I, like I said, I might get canceled just for certain things that I say and you know that we do, but. <laughs> um, you know, because there's levels to it. People make it very black and white. You know what I mean? And yeah. people make it very, you know, and it's just like um, the whole the whole machismo thing. You know, sometimes, I mean, I, there's a few things that I kind of want to go back to. But, um, like, you see, you grow up with these these people, you know what I mean? And it's your, it's your whether it's your grandpa or whatever, it's, you know, and you see them as, as these, like, very strong figures, right? Yeah. Like, but like there was a guy that was talking about how like, oh, his grandpa did this and that by the time he was fucking, you know, 25 or whatever. It was like, yeah, but there was fucking nothing else. This is fucking 1910, bro. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course he, you know, but he also was like beating the shit out of your grandma. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was like crazy shit that like, you know, you have to, you you can't just, it's a, um, it's that you can't just look at the fucking highlights and you have to look at the documentary. You have to look at the fucking exactly. what, what was really going on. Not just be like, oh, well, you know, he was dope because, you know, he had a fucking sick ass mustache. He looked like he said, on this. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, he was a man's man. You know what I mean? And that's the problem. If I right now, if I went on Google and I searched like 
women's group or women, you know, group for, uh, you know, support on, on whether it be like a, maybe like a death or something or, or, uh, you know, I probably can find 600 fucking a thousand women's groups in, in San Diego, just San Diego. If I look for yeah. a men's group, I bet there you that's just going to be non-existent. No, you know? it, 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 well, when it's, I think some, some things just manifest themselves into shame, whether it's shame that we bring upon ourselves, but well, we interpret as shame or it's the feedback that we get from our friends and family or our, um, our community that makes us feel ashamed. Yeah. You know, and, and like I said, and, then you get that you're weird. You're weird. You're just you shame, get that right? weird. Well, yeah. because saying you're weird is, 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 is an awkward way of the person telling you that you're weird, that they don't understand that there's no they concept. They don't that. get they it. They can't handle the emotions that you're bringing to the table. And they're just like, I don't want to deal with my emotions. Definitely can't deal with yours. You know, you're bringing, well, you know, it's funny that you say that because I, I had sent you a video. Um, and now that I know that, you know, we're, we're on the same wavelength on some of this stuff, um, you know, with self-improvement, it's, um, Brene Brown was saying, Hey, you know, there's, there's, there's sympathy and there's empathy, you know, yeah. empathy is saying, Hey man, I, I get it. Ed, I get it. You know, um, you having to do yoga with your mom, I've had to do that with my mom. And here's what I did during this quarantine. I thought, you know? I thought sympathy was, I sympathize because I've done it. And empathy is like, I correct. Correct. Did I, did I say it backwards? Cause I could have yeah, said it yeah. backwards. Yeah. Yeah. So, so empathy, so sympathy is, sympathy is like, I've been there. Yeah, sympathy that I've been there, and and empathy is like I I understand, and you by saying but by I've being never empathetic, been there. I don't I don't I've never been there, I've never been in your shoes, but you know I can I'm putting myself in your shoes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're you're sitting in discomfort with them, as opposed to when you're being sympathetic, it's like uh, like oh you know um you know I lost my job, hey, but at least you still have your family, like. It's it, it's the 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 awkwardness of us dealing with someone else's emotion and what that's triggering in ourselves and how we're dealing with that and just shrugging it off and saying I don't I don't want to deal with that that that's too uncomfortable for me right now and as males we just don't do that we yeah. we don't do that you know I I mean maybe you have a few people that you've been a lot of people with. retreat when they're like oh this was going through some shit like I'm yeah. And, and and we carry that load on our shoulders as males. You know, I think that's, I think that's one of the problems with with males in our current society is that we carry this heavy load because we feel ashamed. Feel that that's what it is to be a man. You have to carry that shit. You have to show up to work and you have to Why? support your family and you have to be that man. That's what I'm saying. That's what society's telling you. And like you can't, you can't fucking break down and cry because you got to get up and you got to go to work or you can't, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're fucking, yeah. you know, Hey, your, your dad died. Big deal. You got to be fucking strong. You got to be strong yeah. for your family. You got to be the one to do this. You got to be the one to do that. You know what I mean? It's just like, why can't I, why, why can't I have a moment of weakness? Why can't I release some of this shit that's in me? You know, it's like, it's, it's, we see these, like I said, quote unquote, strong figures. And we think that that's the way to go, but we don't fucking know what's eating them up inside. You know what I we mean? Don't. Oh shit! Don't. He, he didn't even cry a tear. Like, and we we commend that. And you know, yeah. and the other guy was like, "Oh, I like he's being super dramatic, or you know, he he got into drugs. That's because he's weak. He's fucking weak minded. He can't control. You know, it's just no. like, I mean, yeah, maybe you didn't get into drugs, 
but now you like you can't express yourself or whatever or you like like um in in danny's podcast he was talking about he's like my dad never hit me because his dad hit him so he was like so basically his dad was like i'm never gonna hit my kids but what did he do he verbally abused them you know emotionally abused yeah. them by withdrawing affection and not being available but he and yeah. but then you could then they say what i never fucking hit you you didn't have it bad i never hit yeah. you you know but that but i mean you 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 can't you can't make a right with two wrongs you know and you know let's you know plugging in another previous episode of your podcast where you where you and misael were talking about it's a highlight um, episode it's a highlight episode where yeah. we're going to reference no i think yeah. i think you know like i said uh you have a decent podcast you've been touching on some decent topics <laughs> <laughs> with some decent people like me son <laughs> there you go so you know one of the things you guys were saying in that and and that has you know hearing what you guys said and i'll say it right now help me vocalize what something that i've been working towards and say you guys said oh you know like kobe bryant you know black mamba um you know our heroes you know uh, to be a man you don't show weakness you know yeah but what i really think is that a real man and a true leader is vulnerable and does show that weakness but that's but that's why you did you know that's how you did like him that was the the point you know because when you see when you see somebody like fucking william wallace fucking braveheart it's mm -hmm. it's that fucking pain you know that, mm -hmm. that you see them be vulnerable where they're like fucking crying and then they're like that's what pushes them right and you're yeah. like oh my god like fucking gladiator how many yeah. people fucking love gladiator and why because he was yeah. like, yo, like, this is who I fucking am. Yeah. This is what happened to me. And mm -hmm. I'm still fucking standing here and I'm going to keep going. You know what I mean? Instead, yeah. of, instead of just being like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck my wife. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's no, just, it, oh, that shit hurts. And, that, and I can't stop thinking about it. And it fucking hurts. And it's also like when people like, you know, when they think they can tell you how to process your own emotions, right? Like, no, oh, you're a fucking, you, you know, your, your, your mom died or your dad died or your, somebody you love, your loved one died. How long has it been? Well, what the fuck does it matter? It doesn't matter. It, you know, you're, like you're, you're oh, on your own terms or when, did, you know, when did you break up with this person or how long did you date? It doesn't fucking matter. Whatever it weighs on me and whatever my process has to be like, Hey, fuck it. That's what I got to go through instead of just, because then you weigh on yourself, right? Like, Oh, I'm fucked up. How come I'm still thinking about this? I, it should just be out of my mind. I'll tell you one thing, dude. I don't think a week goes by that I don't think of my dad. And I don't think there will be a week where you, you know? don't think about your dad. You know? It's just it's obviously it's not life. the same type of pain of like when it happened and you know what I mean, but yeah, over time it's, it doesn't not a week goes by but it, it it's also like I think a funny shit or I think you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like it, it it's it's different now, you know, but it yeah. doesn't go away. No, you know? it, do, it it doesn't go away and and and, and I know where you're at with that because um, I've been very fortunate that I haven't um, in my life, I haven't had, you know, many losses. I, I just, I haven't, you know, and I didn't either until I lost my dad. And that was when like, huh? I, you know, an uncle there that I didn't really know. And it was like, Oh, I guess I deal well with death. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah. And, but uh, an uncle that you rarely see, 
you know, that maybe lived in, in, in a different country and that you saw yeah. once every two or three years is one thing, you know, the first loss I ever experienced with my wife's, you know, dad, you know, my, yeah. my, my father-in-law, um, this is before we even got married, but you know, now, um, that was the first one. Then her grandfather, that was the next one. And I'm sure and it also family. pains you because she's in pain, right? Somebody that you love and, is like fucking hurting bad. Yeah. But I, 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 I couldn't tell her, you know, you, you can't, um, you, you can't, um, like, why are you still dwelling on that? You have to move on. You know, I think it's, it's, is in our Latino culture, specifically our Mexican culture, we don't do very good with, with emotions, you know, um, we just don't. It, we maybe the the females do a lot more because they're more mothering but we just don't we it's always like you know uh, my my wife will make the reference that when when she was you know and i don't want to say too much of her story but um when when she wasn't feeling well her mom would say ponte a hacer algo yeah you know? like basically yeah. stay busy like like have your brain be caught up in other thoughts but why why can't you just sit there with that you know well, I, I'd say there's, there's both. Right. Cause like for me, like it, it's not so much like I'll go clean and shit like that, but it, it's therapeutic to some extent. Right. Instead of just sitting and fucking festering with shit. Yeah. You know, like no. I, for me, it's more like, I, I feel like sometimes they're like, just don't think about it, but there's also like putting yourself in and like, it's like out of, um, you know, like out of, out of, out of your head and out of your house, like go out and fucking do shit, go on a hike, go, go hang out with friends instead of just sitting mm -hmm. there. And like I said, it's like listening to a Brene Brown or whatever, or reading a book that's going to help you, but then you don't do shit about it. You don't do dick about it, but you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah, I should just be authentic. Oh, cool. No, I get it. I get it. Like, because you could read something like that and be like, oh, I get it. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. You know, it's like, it makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But then you got to- You get it, but are you applying it? Yeah, I, you you understand the concept, but are you applying it to your life to be better? You know, you were saying about how you think about your dad every 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 week, every day. You know, yeah. I I did the, the the two people that I think about on the constant that I've lost like that are two fraternity brothers of ours. You know, that are my pledge brothers. You know, yeah, Carlitos Basulco and Oscar Jimenez and OJ stood next to me and Rudy in our pledge class. You know, I was in the middle. Rudy was to my left and OJ was to my right. I was right in the middle of them. And there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about OJ. You know, yeah. I will. You know, there's a certain song that I'll hear that I'm like, oh, OK. Um, when we were still before the quarantine, I was driving by his plot every day to cut traffic from downtown to Chula Vista. I would go by his cemetery. I know the corner where he's buried. I would take that back street, not because I wanted to, but it just happened to be the shortest way on market, you know? Yeah. Um, and it was just easy. And I would, there's OJ, you know, there's OJ. But if I ever shared that with someone, you know, and, and, and hopefully I don't have the guilt, you know, because now I'm realizing I'm saying something on your podcast because I feel really comfortable talking with you. Um, you know that someone's going to say, "Why, why are you, why are you perseverating on that? Why are you always thinking about that? Why, why haven't you, you know, don't drive through wound? there, bro? Like that's, you know <laughs> what I mean? That, that's that's what they, that's what a lot of people would say, right? Like, don't, right. Like, what are you doing driving through there, bro? Why are you torturing? Why are you torturing yeah, yourself? Purposely find a different way. Oh, no, you know? don't go there. Go but, but like it's that's it's, an avoid. That's someone who just avoid it, bro. Avoid it. it is. You know, just like just stay away from it. <laughs>
but but I they I'm making them feel uncomfortable because maybe they haven't resolved something. Oh yeah, you and know that's fine, and that's fine too. That's yeah, my point. That's my hey, you're yeah. not fucking ready. You're you're you know this is difficult yeah. for you. And, you know? and 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 why do I need to? You know why why should you get to a point where um, it doesn't hurt for you to to think about your father? You know, because yeah. your father passed away now. I would think about what two three years ago. No, this is, it's already been. It's 2014. Whew, time flies. It yeah. seems like it was just the other day, man. Yeah. But I don't think that's. I don't. I. It would be silly for me to think that it's 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 easy for you to still discuss him. You know. But it, it, no, it is. I mean, I can you know I can discuss things. I like. It's not like a. I. I like I said, and I've said it in other episodes where like I knew that I was gonna have to take the steps on my own life to like not because I didn't want to end up that person that's like maybe like, oh, ever since his dad died, that dude's just a fucking dick. Like he's just, you know what I mean? Like just like <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Or just allowing it to fuck me up. And I'm like, I need to yeah. take the steps to try to be a you know, to try to deal with this in, in the best way possible. You know, but mm. like we we always try to like we we see those people, like I said, that are, oh, well, you know, his dad died, fucking nothing. Dude was a rock, you know? Yeah. And he, just, he just dealt with it on his own. And then it is like, well, but, like, that doesn't mean you're dealing with it in a healthy way either. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw him one day. He cried in the fucking backyard. And it's like, fuck, do you think that that was the only day? It's like, all right, cool. Fucking, you know, good to go. Fucking, you know what I mean? No, obviously that should, for you to go and hide to fucking cry, that means you're in so much fucking pain, you know what I mean? And you, you all you had was that like it's like a, it's like a you know when there's a lot of pressure, you that release valve, you know? Yeah. If that fucking pressure just keeps building, then that's when it's boom, and then it's like oh well, what the fuck? Well, he was so good, he was he was solid, you know what I mean? Like what happened? Yeah. You know? And that goes back to what I was telling you that is males in this in this society in this American society that we live in, you know, regardless of our background and our um you know uh our culture is that we we are taught to carry a heavy load you know um at least for the most part I, i'm sure there's some emotionally intelligent parents out there that have passed on those skills and tools to their children um and they're manifesting in different ways but you know um you know as a, as a kid i was told no llores you know don't cry you know yeah Los niños no lloran. Boys don't cry. Well, yeah, we don't we don't cry. But what are you what are you what are you teaching that kid? It's funny because not I, to feel in that moment. Yeah, exactly. You know? I and I mean just to bring a little bit of light to it. When I was younger, I remember that song, "Boys Don't Cry." Mm -hmm. and I, remember my cut, my, I remember my cousins would always tell me like, "Oh, like fucking boys don't cry," and this is not. But then as I got older and I understood that song, I was like, "That song's about fucking crying. That song's about like, it is. Know, it's literally exactly it's like, boys don't cry." But I bet you those same people that would tell you that when they would look at you know uh, Robert, the singer of the Cure, they would be like, "Look at his hair. Why is he wearing makeup? Fucking weirdo. That guy's weird. Well, why is he weird?" He's, you're just yeah. uncomfortable with that. He's, he's comfortable with that. And if that's him, that's, that's him. You know yeah. what, you know, it's, 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 I think we have to get to a place where we're teaching our younger generations of males that um, it's okay. And if you need help, I can teach you if I know how to not carry that burden or that load that emotional burden that needs to. Well, I, it's I like don't... 
feel free to fucking reach out and just 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 talk about shit like you know it's okay that you had a bad day or whatever because yeah um, I, I mean like for example like like me and you we didn't we didn't go to school together or whatever no. you know what i mean and no. we connected just you know through the fraternity but how many other guys do like went to the, to the same school and they're the same fraternity that you're not that you don't really know or you don't you're not really friends with yeah they're bros and yeah. stuff like that but and there's guys that are like oh i've kicked it with them he's a cool guy but he's yeah. never been vulnerable and you know like i've talked to you yeah. you talked to me about like sammy or your wife or you know yeah like, you know shit like that and that's where you really make those connections right in the same to where like if you and your wife were just like always just hanging out just having fun but you never really talked about like what was going on with you and you, you know your family your upbringing and, and yeah. like you said like during quarantine a lot of this shit comes up and you're just like it does hey i'm fucking pissed off about this and that instead of just being like wait how come this isn't good like it's like no it's okay for it to be bad too and then you know work through that you know yeah no, that's how you definitely. make a stronger connection well i think i think um you know i i'm in sales and 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 for those that you know listening to the podcast you know they don't who's this guy you know i i'm in sales i i, I sell I, I i do contractor sales in the construction industry but it doesn't matter what i do because i do it with people that i care is that um i'm what they call a war you know i i took this you know i've, I've done a lot of these personality Woo! things yeah oh, <laughs> <laughs> rick flair <laughs> um i'm good at the gap i i talk a lot i socialize a lot yeah. and and one of my strengths you know it's 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 referred to as a talent that you develop into a strength is that um i'm good at forming relationships with people i have a lot of friends you know, and a lot of friends that I can say that I'm close to, and it 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 just comes naturally to me because I like to build relationship with people. If yeah. I'm going to talk to you, I, I I can be talking shit to you. I never mean it. I'm going if you if you go deep, I'm going to cut you deep. But it can't. But I'm always a person that's going to come from a place where. I care about you and I want to know about you. You know, if I go into a customer's office, I'll talk to them. I don't talk about a quote that I did for them. I don't talk about getting a job. Maybe every once in a while I will. When I go in there and I'm I'm in the per, you know in person with them, hey, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, I had my kid's birthday. Oh yeah, which one? Oh, you know, blah blah blah. Oh, that's your oldest one. Yeah, you know, oh, when was his birthday? I go and I write it down so I remember because to me that matters. Yeah. If you're willing to share a little bit of your life. It matters, you know. Yeah, I could have been difference. one. It makes a difference because I care to build that relationship with you. I could have been a person that Ed, you probably honestly could have said, you know, my dad passed away, and I could have been like, "What? I didn't know your dad passed away." But what's that say about the connection and relationship we have? You know, yeah. I can't be close to everybody. I understand that because I have a limited time. Yeah, and it goes back to the conflict I had at home that. You know, I was given more time out than what I was given internally. But when I make connections, I want to be connected to the person. Yeah. You know, when I find something out, I found out Misael was was married. And I was like, what in the hell? And I hit him up. I'm like, is this true? He's like, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, congratulations. I I, I want to know. Well, he's getting married uh, this this month, this upcoming month. I thought he was married technically civil and <laughs> quote yeah. unquote. <laughs> Yeah, no, but I mean, 
but I, 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 I care about people. You yeah. know, sometimes I may have a funny way of showing it because I could say, "Hey, you're a fucking idiot," but it comes from a good place. Because well, really it's a, it. yeah, it's that <laughs> it's that toxic masculinity little Sammy tells you about. No, but I, I, I still don't get it. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's 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 being afraid, like it's being afraid of like, oh, if I'm vulnerable, if I'm that, then I'm gonna look, I'm I'm gonna look like, for lack of a better term, I'm gonna look like a pussy. I'm gonna look like. Well, I'm gonna look like a bitch, you know, or I'm gonna be weird. Like, oh, Sammy's weird. He's always talking about his shit. Like, he needs to get it together, you know? Well, so, like, you, you know, don't have problems, bro. Like, we all got fucking something going on. We all got problems, you know? You, know? you when, when you said, hey, you wanna pop on the podcast? And I was like, uh, wasn't expecting that. Yeah. And I literally, like, like, literally, my chest tensed up, and I don't tense up too much for my chest. And I yeah. got nervous, and I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? He wants me to come on the podcast with him. <laughs> what? What? And then I just, I just, I did what I've done a few times in my life, and it's worked out for me. Where I've said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do it." When, yeah. When I met my wife, you know. Um, <laughs> fuck it, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> fuck it, I'm gonna do it. I mean, what's what's the worst I can do, right? Yeah. She's gonna say, "Hey, fuck you, midget, get out of here." You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a midget, but you know, <laughs> still, I, you know, and she could have said, "No, nah, fuck you," you know, but. You you never learn unless you try, you know. And I said, "Fuck it, I, I'm gonna go for it." Yeah. I said, "Give me thirty minutes." Let me, I'm I'm grilling. Well, Let's and I it. I hope that you like also like you know the like, you know like like think of then that's why I and I, the, one of the complaints or one of the you know the yeah. the um whatever people have or have told me hmm. it's just more like oh you should make it shorter. I'm like no like. I thank you for your insight, but I'm not going to make it shorter. I'm going to make it how I feel is, is, is right. And like for now, like, you know, maybe the first 10, 20 minutes we were like, you know, kind of just like, Oh, it's not kind of like, you know, and now you're yeah. like, you're opening up, you're talking about this, you're talking about that. Now you're like, Oh, I feel more comfortable. I'm gonna talk about this. And I'm going to, you know, so now we Whoa. got you to a, a better place instead of like, if I just got you for 10, 15 minutes and I was like, Oh, what do you do for work? What do you do for this? Okay. Hey, thanks, Sam. Fucking, you Whoa. know, next person, you know? And, and I think you hit on something that because I was one of those persons where I said, hey, you know what? Um, I think you, you would benefit from having it be a little bit more structured. You talk with people about outline, yeah. you know, and even then when you texted me, I said, hey, what do you want to talk about? You just kept it very like casual, you know, yeah. which which I have to commend you was was to some degree. Disarming, you know, yeah. and then, you know, you you had reference to me, you know, um, drink champs. You know, yeah. and I listen to them and it's fucking just banter going back and forth. And, and, you know, the really good one that I heard today, not, not to reference them, you know, and take away some audience was, fuck us, go listen yeah. to them. They're funny, you know, but they had that, you know, they had that, that, that chemistry that was going on kind of like what like Adesis and Mero do, you know, and I love Buster Rhymes and Buster Rhymes was on there and the podcast was three hours and 42 minutes and I was like, what in the fuck is this podcast? Three hours? I used to think Joe Rogan at two hours was a lot and I'm like, fuck He has this. a couple three hour ones but yeah, and I've listened to those. Obviously like yeah, it's not something you could just listen to and, and watch. It takes, it doesn't take you some time you know. But, it, but if it catches your attention, if they're touching on things that you want to and they're 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 coming up organically i think yeah it works you know what i'm saying so oh, i understand i understand what you're saying now you know i yeah. understand your concept and and you're right you know it, if if you feel something i mean this 
this ain't no Terry Gross fresh, you know, fresh air, you know, where you have a very systematic or what or was the guy? It's not that, a crime fucking podcast where like there's, it's there's details and there's, you know, that, that's that's different, you know, no, and, there, it, and there's still structure. You know, I still try to like like certain people. I bring them on for certain things. You know what I mean? Like like when well, I brought if you listen to you know episode 10 with Danny, it was very much about his addiction. You know, and his journey through it. So he basically told his whole journey. And there's little things that we drop in there here and there. But then it's like, okay, back to like kind of what your journey was and what, it, you know, what it turned into. And even me and him, you know, and shout out to him because we ended the podcast and then we still talked for like 20 minutes. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like we were just like talking, you know, so it's yeah. like cause there's so much, right, that you could cover. But it's like different people are also going to be gravitated towards different things. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and, Ex- exactly. and I think and- Go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I think, you know, there's only so much that, you know, certain things go on, you know. Um, you know, people could have been saying about, you know, hey, I don't want to hear about the issues with males. Who the fuck is this guy or, or what's he fucking yeah. know? But I Listen mean, to another having... episode, you know, like, yeah. it's it, that's fine. That's my point is like you have to yeah. be in that, in that I myself have to be in the acceptance and not be like, you know, oh, hey, that girl was kind of boring or that girl, you know what I mean? Or that guy was like, he was really vulgar. All right, man, that's yeah. not the episode for you. Like there's other episodes yeah. that are completely different, you know, and just the same way I listen to Joe Rogan. I'll be honest. A lot of the MMA guys, I'm just not a big MMA guy. Like I don't yeah. like it. So, so a lot of times I don't listen to those, but Elon Musk, oh, I want to listen to him. Or oh, I, like, I like listen to the guys that talk about like fucking, you know, like health and, you know what I mean? I listen to um Rhonda Patrick not yeah Rhonda Patrick I think is her name she comes on and she talks a lot about health and science and shit like that and I like that and that's what I like yeah. about his podcast and that's you know I'm <laughs> trying to get people back over here it's the same thing don't listen to him listen to me but <laughs> that's that's the goal right to get people like that to is... not make it so much just about me but of like okay what can this person bring to the table you know what well. I mean and so a lot of people are like well what am I gonna it's like no it's just it's just you and just bring yourself that's what you're bringing to the table and you know, I, I kind of another thing that I wanted to touch on is, is is those like bringing that authenticity, right? And like, what's gonna what's what's gonna make you happy, right? And like the same thing with like this podcast is like now that I started and I was doing, I was like, yeah, like I'm back in that zone, right? Of like being creative yeah. and, and doing shit, and like right now I'm not even thinking about fucking anything else. I'm just like, oh, this is this is I'm in the zone, you know. Yeah. And I had a friend that was just like, oh, like I felt I feel like you know everything that I've had. Every, everything that I set as a goal, I've met, you know? Yeah. And, and so they're very they're like, I'm very happy, you know, that I've met all my goals and this and that. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm young and, and, and then, you know, they're like, you know, basically saying, Hey, everything from here is fucking all good, you know? But yeah. a week later, what's coming up, man, I have so much goals, so many goals that I, I want to do. I haven't done them. Like all this self doubt. So we're like, wait, last week, you were telling me you're good that you said, Hey, I feel like I've done everything that I wanted to do. But why? Because those goals you're, you're, you're filling up with all this shit, right? All, like accomplishments that you think are just going to make you happy instead of like, well, you work for this company. Well, I always thought I'd work for fucking, you know, whatever. I always thought I'd work for yeah. the president or whatever, but that doesn't, it's not going to make a difference if you don't work on your fucking self. You know what I mean? No. Well, it goes back to what we were, we were saying at the beginning. Um, where where i reference that we all have our own journey and we all have our own pace that we're going to achieve that journey you know and if you did something at one point 
and I'm doing it before you or afterwards, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter. It, 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 and it shouldn't matter because you're doing what you need to do when you're ready to do it. If you put the work into it, you know, you don't, you can't, you can rush things. You know, I, I can say that in my life, I've rushed things. My wife can say that in her life, she's rushed things. When we bought our house in Marietta, one of the biggest regrets she has is that we were too young. We shouldn't have bought. And then the market yeah. hit in 2008 and we lost our home. Yeah. And that, that hurt us bad. You know, it hurt us bad because you go from saying I can buy a home to I can hold on to that home and you detach yourself emotionally. And then you have to, even though you detach yourself emotionally, I'm telling you, man, we were packing up the U-Haul to come back to San Diego and it was hard. Yeah. It was, it was, it was hard because you feel like I felt you like, fucked up. Like a failure. Like you fucked like, up, even though there's like extenuating circumstances that you couldn't control. Yeah. You know? And I told myself, hey, I bought this house for 347 and it's worth 189 Yeah. It fucking makes no sense. Why am I going to? I need to put my pride aside, my ego aside. I need to look out for the best interest in my family. Yeah. Can I sell the house? No. Do I want them? Am I going to claim bankruptcy no because i'm too prideful for that you know yeah i don't want to be seen as a failure well what's the next big thing foreclose it but that still hurt i foreclosed on my home in marietta and i came back and i said fuck it it is what it is you know luckily i was able to buy another one a few years later and i'm in a way better financial situation and and she is too but every once in a while we'll still think about that and and that's some baggage that we're still carrying that we're trying to work through that it hurts we felt yeah. as failures losing a home yeah. because we felt good getting that home. And what was it for? You know? Well, you also feel like in the eyes of society, that's what you have to do. Right. Yeah. But you know, so like, I bought oh, you a don't house have a my... home, you don't have this or whatever. Like, like, okay. Look at you. you know? Do you have a home right now? Did you buy a house? No, no. And, and but that's I got not a super a Nintendo thing. though. <laughs> I got all kinds of games. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got the the classic ones. No, I, I mean, my... I mean, but then like you know, like then it turns into this tit for tat, right? And I don't, I don't want to get into the like, you know, um, oh, I don't have this, but but I have this, you know. Well, like you know what I'm saying, like oh, I don't have a home because I did this instead, or or oh, yeah. like no, it's just like no, I, I don't have one. I'm not gonna like try to do like oh, it's because I did this or I did that. Now I'm at a point where where me and my wife are making a conscious choice. We can sell our house and get some good money for it yeah. and move to East Chula Vista. For those that don't know on the podcast, East Chula Vista is a little bit better. We have, you know, <laughs> Melarus and, and, and... Is it a little uh, bit better, though? Because then you have no, that Melarus no. and eight, fuck HOA and... Not not in my mind. Maybe for some people that is their gig. That's you could also downsize and, and get like a condo for you and her and tell fucking little Sammy to kick rocks. We could. <laughs> I'm counting. I'm counting for that one. But no, I mean, you know, move to I don't, Florence. Move to Florence. You know what? You know, I've been, uh-huh. I've been, we've been talking about that. Like, you know, just yesterday, um, you know my kid has um, discovered a love for food in the sense like he loves Gordon Ramsay's like the master chef show hell's kitchen. It's become a routine and helping us keep some of our sanity where we'll watch those shows, you know, 
and we'll go, you know, day by day, you know, episode, we'll have an episode. Uh, but we recently started watching that Stanley Tucci, uh, you know, Finding Italy one. And it's really good. And, you know, I've always said, hey, if I could afford a house, you know, in another country in Europe, it would be nice. Like, why can't I have a house in, you know, a small house that we can Airbnb yeah. in, in Italy or France or shit, even Denmark. All my, my goal, my buddy and I are going to get a, a place out in Italy. He's, he lives in Italy, but we've talked about going halves on a place and basically like Airbnb in it. He kind of takes care of it. And, you know, whenever I want to go, fucking block out a month block on it, it out. You know, or whatever. You know. But why can't we dream that way? You know, a lot of people would probably hear you. But say then it's that like, oh, like, ah. I need to get a house here. I need to get a house here. No. I, you know what? Here I live in an apartment, but I have a little a condo in Italy. I got a little condo in fucking whatever Spain. You know what I mean? And that's how exactly. I want to live. You know, like yeah, I don't have the best car or whatever. Yeah, that, yeah. that's not that's not my focus. You yeah, know? And, and just like you said, we can sell our house. But you know what? It would come at a sacrifice, and that's not a sacrifice we want to do because you know what we want to do. Is one the once the pandemic's over and we have a vaccine or however it comes about that we we reach some level of our old. Once normalcy. Donald Trump gets back in office and fixes this thing, twenty twenty four. Say what you say. How you really feel, Sam? It's okay. No. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the leftists. No. I, I we want to travel. Yeah. You yeah. know. And well, that's what's gonna happen though. Everybody, it's gonna be this big, huge fucking boom because everybody's like itching to fucking go do shit. Well, that's why we've had setbacks in our pandemic because we've been itching to just to get out. You know, it's that's debatable. Uh, debatable. I, I mean, debatable. I'm not judging people, and I don't. Well, I. So I mean, whatever. A lot of the data, like a lot of a lot of the reason, a, hey. a lot of the whole staying home shit is what got people sick because they're in close quarters instead of being outside. Careful with your data, because I think I understood that you said that women were the ones that were carrying more COVID. Oh, than males. That was Misael Galvan. <laughs> he blamed the women for uh, COVID nineteen spread. Show me the facts. Show me. I the got facts. the number. I got the numbers on San Diego. Women are a lot higher rate. You know? <laughs> I was laughing when I heard that one. No, but I mean, you know, there's, there's, we're we're going through this pace of life at our own. You know, what's, you know, a lot of people will say, like you say, Morgan Freeman, you got to do your Morgan Freeman where you say, you know, what, what, what is the answer to life? What, what is the key to life? Andy Dufresne. Andy Dufresne and Siwatanejo. Crawled through a river of shit and came out clean <laughs> on the other side. Really good movie, by the way. Really fucking good movie. Hey, that, I always love that quote on there where it says, get busy living or get busy dying. You know, is that Andy, is that from that movie? Andy Dufresne, where he when he basically when he leaves is what he says, like get busy living or get busy dying. Like, I really? Fuck out of here! Yeah, I want to have to go back and watch that. I, you know what? There's uh, when's the last time you watched Dead Poet Society? Oh, I've only watched it like once. Probably like in high school. Yeah, it's a great movie. You got to go go back and watch it you know you see it through a different filter now i've always yeah, liked that movie maybe. but now yeah, maybe. maybe yeah i'm saying yeah. maybe yeah as, a, as an adult you see it you see it different yeah I'm not but i thought you were like, saying maybe like no nah, no nah, fuck that yeah I don't no know. no, that no movie i'm was saying shitty. like yeah possibly like yeah because you watch it at all like i said boys don't cry i was just always like that song's not about crying you know like you know i'm not supposed to cry and then he's like fucking just like oh say i'm sorry you change my you're like, I don't want to watch a movie with Nanu Nanu before he fucking committed suicide back in his good days, you know? 
I mean, and I've talked about that. I know that a, a friend of mine reached out because I, uh, you know, I had, and this is a, I would say the vulnerable moment on the podcast is like, you know, I, I've compared myself to, you know, Robin Williams, because a lot of the times it's like, oh, I have to be that happy, go lucky, funny guy, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, I can't be vulnerable. I can't, oh, oh, this dude's tripping. Oh, what's wrong? You're always funny. Like, how come you're not funny right now? Like, just be funny. You know, it's just like, well, I fucking want to be. Like, you know well, what I, I mean? It's always, you, oh, well, let me be funny because that's what people want, you know? Well, but is that, is you using humor a, a, uh, a defense mechanism, a way of protecting no, yourself and no, not being vulnerable? Completely different. No, it's something completely different. That, I, I get what you're saying. This is more yeah. like, this is more like putting other people first and, you know, being like a people pleaser to where like, I can't have those moments because I, if somebody else is sad, my sadness doesn't matter. Their sadness matters first. I need to cheer them up, even though yeah. I'm not feeling good. You know, ah, it's, not, a, it's I, not so much a defense mechanism. Like I'm not, I don't want to talk about this. Let me joke around. No, it's mm -hmm. more like, oh shit, I got, I put, I'm putting others first. Yeah, you know what I mean, but by putting others first, you're putting yourself to the side. Yeah, and then you have, you can't give from an empty cup. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, on that note, um, we'll get to the 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 core question and kind of close it out with a time that you felt like a weirdo. I I think. It happens quite a bit, man. It happens quite a bit, you know. Um, you know, uh, it could be from, you know, I felt weird one time when I was, I had just started at San Diego State and and um, and fall of '97, and I had gone down to uh, Tijuana to party, and we ended up on Revolución, and uh, we I went think to you're the like safari. The third person to talk about partying in TJ or what is <laughs> the good the good old days, and we went to this. Uh, this club called Safari Club, and I kid you not, I, I walk right in, and uh, my you know my buddy was white, and you know his friend was white, and the girl that was with him was white, so I was the only Mexican, so I was the tour guide, you know, I was the token tour guide, and we walk into Safari Club, and all I see are African Americans and white people, and I'm like, where the fuck are we in PV? Like, where, where the where where is this? I, I that made me feel really weird, out of place in my own what I thought was my own. Um, home country because that's where my parents came from, you know. Yeah. But I've always struggled with with that um, with what is considered weird because I'm a first generation, you know. Um, you know, one of the jokes I say about being first generation is that um, in Mexico I'm a pocho, you know, because I can't speak or I don't well, understand the language. Edward James almost full. Yeah, no, I mean it's 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 true. I if if he said that, I I had no idea. Yeah, it's but, from Selena for. Did he not, say that? Yeah, well, we said we're we're not Mexican enough for the Mexicans, and we're not American enough for the Americans. Yeah, in Mexico, I'm a pocho, and here I'm a fucking wetback. Like, what am I? I can't like. So we're stuck. There's this book that I read, you know, like ten years ago about the border and how we're just stuck. First generation is screwed. Have, have you heard of Los Tigres del Norte, La Jaula de Oro? Uh, yeah you hear that song basically it's it talks about like you're even though you're in uh, even though the he says aunque sea la jaula de oro todavía es una prisión it's yeah it, if you watch that Folsom fucking the one they did at Folsom all sick exactly mm -hmm. you're, you're it it's 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 this duality of these two of these two worlds that you're in you know I'm not from here and I'm not from there I'm actually trying to be part of both but you're being forced to like 
make up your mind. Like I said, in Mexico, I'm a pocho, and here I'm a wetback. Like, what is it, you know? And yeah. because of that, I've had a lot of conflicts. I've had close close ties to my roots, but I've also assimilated to the culture and, and the other weird, you know, I have weird moments. Through the quarantine, I haven't been able to play men's slow pitch softball with some of our brothers, like Julio yeah. being one of them and, and whatnot. And I got back to an old sport that um, that I was always, you know, told was weird, which was surfing, you know. Oh. And I used to surf in high school. And, um, you know, it came about because of some of the conflicts my parents had. And, and you know, and then it became a connection with my dad because he would go fishing on the jetty and I'd go surfing in Carlsbad. And it just came from that. And I stopped doing it when I had a kid and I just recently discovered it. Cause I just needed that. That Fuck when you had a kid, that's like, you have an 18 year old now, you know, like you fucking you ruined it for me, kid. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, but I'm well, saying I, like you were saying when I had a kid, I stopped doing it. It's like now to perspective, you're like, shit, that's a lot of years. It is. Why? Yeah. He was, uh, I did it on and off up until he was like about five. And then, uh, when we moved to Marietta, I completely stopped it. And then when we came back, I started doing it. But now I'm it, it's it's where it's a weekly thing. You know, I go a few times a week. I'm I'm going tomorrow. Um, but you know, to see a Mexican kid, first generation, where the first language he spoke was Spanish, the first language he learned to write was Spanish, the first language he learned to read was Spanish. You know, I would have people tell me. Hey, you're whitewash, you know, yeah. you're not, you're not Mexican. Yeah. Well, my parents are Mexican. And when I see Mexico play versus USA in, in the world cup, I'm rooting for Mexico. You know, anytime, like, I'm not, you know, like, well, you're a fucking sellout, you know, you always yeah. get that sellout, you're whitewash, you're, 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 you're just not who you are. And I just like and, reading. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just, just cause I went to school doesn't mean I'm, you know, yeah, well, and, and that and that's the thing. Just there's, you know, you said, hey, what's what's made you feel weird? Is so many things have made me feel weird throughout my life. I've always tried to, you know, use that 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 philosophy where you say, hey, come on the podcast. No, I'm fucking feeling. Fuck it, let's do it. You know. Yeah. I'm going to do surfing. You know, I skated. You know, I I, I snowboard. You know, those aren't things that as Latinos or Mexicans we do. So when I tell people that, you know, even some some people in my family, you know, I, I can still picture my sister telling me at times when she comes over, you know, every once in a while because of the pandemic, you're so weird. She's always telling me you're so weird. Well, why? Yeah. You know, because I'm doing something that's not normal. And yeah, well, someday it might be normal, you know. And yeah, for me, feeling weird is, you know, when I go when I go surfing, I need when it you're... for mental stability. But I. I I go out there and I'm pulling my board out and, you know, I'm in IB or in Coronado or in Pacific beach. And I almost feel like, like it's my own insecurity, but I feel, and I feel weird about it, but I, I see like, Oh man, what's up with my landscaper out here with a surfboard that I gave him, you know, surfing out here with me, you know, the fucking yeah, and that's, your, that. that's your own thoughts too. They're going to, you know, you feel insecure about being out there or whatever exactly that's 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 you know I, I i feel weird about that on the constant i've just i've never gotten comfortable with it you know but that's you know i that's something i gotta work through you know yeah 
And you're like, well, to some degree, nobody's even watching. Nobody cares. Just go out there and do your thing. And that's the whole, that's the whole, like, be authentic. Just fucking just go do it. You like doing it? Just go do it. You know? I, I'm I'm sure because I haven't done it in such a long time. They see this fat little Mexican in a wetsuit. They're like, oh, look at this fucking kook. Man, who, who, who got this little porkster into a wetsuit? Is that Danny DeVito? <laughs> Is that Danny DeVito? Is that Frank? Oh, man. What's Frank doing on the surfboard? Okay. Well... <laughs> Well, thanks for thank you. I, it's a good place to end with a fucking uh, thanks for the Frank reference. Thanks for coming on, Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! I thought it was Matt LeBlanc. Okay, Matt LeBlanc from Friends. Um, but yeah, Matt, thanks, thanks, thanks for coming on. I think, um, like I said, you you were you mentioned you were nervous to come on, and now we did you know over an hour and a half. So you know what I mean? Oh like, shit! You wow. know, so <laughs> there you go. So you know, it's good. There's there was a lot of good stuff that, that we you know, we covered. So. You know. Yeah, man. If you, uh, I'm here to help you out. I think, like, I, you know, going back and 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 just being vulnerable and growing, whatever I can help you out with, man. I'm I'm here to help you out with. Promote man. it, man. Tell those tell those uh, your podcast people get in there. There you go. Yeah. I'll let people know. They'll yeah. probably laugh and say, "Hey, you went on a podcast? Yeah, go check it yeah. out. You fucking weirdo." Yeah, exactly. Oh, that guy's weird. I was not. But then they listen and they don't say shit. You know, they don't. They won't tell you, but they'll listen. So, hey, guys, you know. Thanks for thanks everybody for listening. If you're out there, let me know if you're listening too, so that way I know. <laughs> let him know. Let him know. All right. Thanks, Sam. All right. Thanks, buddy. Have